love and rockets and riches and life and a good book with a plot twist. Hey, that's right here in the truth in Words and Music, Podcast 135. Hey there, Tony here. It's great to be back with you. Uh, I'm glad you're tuning in. And if this is the first time you've tuned in, my name's Tony, Tony Funderburg from TonyFunderburg.com, where I share the truth in words and music, my words and music mostly. But uh, I've been doing that for quite a while now, and that kind of led me to uh, thinking about how long I have been doing that in some form or another. And I realized that... Um, it was 20 years ago I recorded my first uh, Christian compilation CD, a collection of uh, songs that I was inspired to write by working with some uh, great Christian guys in, in uh, TV and radio. And so anyway, I put together a, a CD of uh, Christian songs. The title was Do Right, and uh, that song is played pretty much... Well, let's see, I, I used to say, used to be able to say five days a week uh, on the radio. I think it's four days a week because one of the days gets uh, superseded by another song that I wrote actually for the show. But uh, uh, I digress. That's off the, off the topic. I wanted to kind of share with you that I've been marking the, uh, I mean, 1996 is when I recorded the Do Right CD, and I can't believe it's been 20 years. It's, it's just really difficult to comprehend. Um, Anyway, I, I shared a clip of uh, one of the songs uh, called Beat the World. Uh, I shared a clip on uh, this, let's see, well, earlier, about a, about six days ago, I guess, on my website, TonyFunderberg.com. And um, uh, let me see if I can, maybe I can hold this up to the microphone. You'll get a little bit of the clip here. Hang on. Let's see. Yeah, get a little too close to the microphone there. Yeah, maybe you can hear that. I don't know. Anyway, that's the that's actually my brother uh, playing the lead-in guitar there. Um, my brother Mart, Marty, if you're out there, I hope you listen to this and get something from it, man. <laughs> get getting right back to the uh, what I shared. I actually shared the lyrics on uh, TonyFunderberg.com. You can see "Beat the World." Um, I'll go ahead and share them with you right now, too, in case you don't get a chance to get over there and read them. But it's uh, it's kind of uh, I don't know. I was I was thinking about all the things that happen to you in this world, and they can really beat you down. And if you're a Christian, you have the power of God behind you, so you can beat the world. Even if you lose this battle, this earthly battle, you still beat the world because you're going to heaven and you're going to last forever and live forever because of who you trusted in. You didn't trust in this world. So you can beat the world no matter what. And it went, it went like this. Every time you turn your back, there's somebody there to pick your pockets. And so you see, there's more to life, more than love and rockets. So deal with reality the best that you can. Try to remember there's a higher plan. That's the only way to beat the world at its own game. Yeah, every time you make your mark, there's somebody there to erase it. 
and people say that's just the way it is. And boy, you'd better face it. But you believe there's going to be a better day. So you pray for strength and better words to say. That's the only way to beat the world at its own game. Come on and beat the world and try to leave a dent. But don't regret the time that you've spent. Come on and beat the world and try to leave a bruise. You know that the life you live, the life you choose, is going to beat the world. Every time you see the morning news, they talk about another killing. It's beyond my power to comprehend how the taking of life could be thrilling. Banish the dark side. Live in God's light. Rise and shine and you can win this fight. That's the only way to beat the world at its own game. Oh, can you imagine if we were all serving the true God? Would we still be living this way? And if you get to listen to the whole song, if you uh, actually got a chance to listen to that, you would hear... uh, some more guitar playing in there and some rocking out. So hope you get a chance to go check it out. I have places where you can listen to it for free. Just go to my website. And uh, I want to ask you something here as I move along in the podcast. I want to ask you a couple of questions. Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be rich? you want to live a long time? you want to live in peace? Would you like to know how you can do uh, uh, all those things, be all those things? Okay, here's the secret. You ready? Be wise. Yeah. Could it really be that easy? Yeah, yeah, it's that easy. And yet, it's harder than you might ever imagine. But the key is in trusting God. If you do that, you'll know where and you'll know how to find wisdom. You know where it is? Well, let me give you some hints on where it isn't, okay? Wisdom isn't in your favorite TV show. Wisdom isn't in your favorite video game. It's not in your favorite movies. It's not in any public school, please. And wisdom isn't in the government. And we see that more and more every single year. Okay, so that's a few of the places you won't find wisdom. But the one place you will find it is in the Bible. And that's also known as God's Word. When you dive into God's Word, you'll discover riches more beautiful and valuable than silver and gold and rubies. Nothing you could ever imagine can compare to wisdom. Being wise isn't the same thing as being smart. I don't get that wrong. Lots of people are smart. But only a few even try to be wise. And I mean a few, by, by a few I mean compared to how many people there are in the world. And those few are the ones who are They're willing to be humble and admit they're not God and uh, not even a God. Wise people realize that only God can create everything in the universe. Wise people know they owe their own lives to Jesus. He's often called the tree of life in the Bible, and there's a really good reason for that. I won't go into right now. And in Proverbs, one of the books in the Bible you'll find that gaining wisdom is like taking hold of that tree of life. The writer in Proverbs also said that the long life is in her right hand. That long life is in her right hand, and in her left hand, riches and honor, her being wisdom. And when God gives you a long life, it lasts forever. That's pretty long. 
All you have to do to get it is ask. Have you asked him for it? Well, here's a little rhyme to help you remember. Would you like to live forever under bright and blue skies? Then go get some understanding in God's word and be wise. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Be wise according to what God has drawn out. And God has given you life. And don't you think that the source of life, he who has always lived and without him nothing would even be here, don't you think he's the place to go for wisdom? He gave you life. You know what? Life is music to my ears. How about you? It's tightly woven into the fabric of my life. God gave me this great and sometimes overwhelming gift of music. It's been a constant companion, even through the years when I didn't even have a human constant companion. It's been my reminder that I'm wonderfully made. That's a phrase that you'll find in the Psalms. And if you're, if you're a new Christian or if you're not a Christian, read the Psalms. Get a Bible and read the Psalms. Tell me that that's just terrible. Go ahead. Tell me that's terrible. I don't see how you could find it. It's, it's poetic. It's lyrical. It's beautiful. It's musical. Music brings me great joy. I don't, I don't know of anybody that doesn't have a wonderful feeling when they get, when they get to listen to music. And, and, and life is music to my ears. It's music to my soul, and it's music to my spirit. I want a song in my heart until my heart no longer beats, and forever after that. So, how can that be? Hmm, your heart quits beating? Hmm, one day I'll get a new heart. I know that. And I'm going to live and last forever. I know that. But anyway, I brought all that up um, in TonyFunderburg.com forward slash music to my ears. There's a great uh, short film, and it's about life. And, and I love this little short film. I, I don't remember how long it is. I want to say it's only about four minutes, but it, it is very short. And I suggest you go there and, and watch the little movie. It'll, if you can watch that movie and not be touched, then um, I don't think any music's going to do anything for you either. But uh, I suggest you go there. Music to my ears. Um, yeah, yeah, I love life. I hope you love life. I hope you want to share the everlasting part of life with anybody who will listen. I hope you do. That's what I want to do. I love life and the opportunity to live it. I I was born. Uh, I think, therefore I am. I know I exist. I'm aware of my own existence. And that's, that's not true with every living thing on the planet. And, and certainly not every living thing on the planet has nearly the mental capabilities we humans do. You know why? Because we're the only creatures who were made in God's image. He, he, he made all the creatures of the earth. He made everything that's living. He made everything. But the only one who is made in his image is we humans, male and female. But anyway, I just love life, don't you? I mean, I love the smooth sailing Trials and tribulations, the growing up, the gaining of knowledge, building friendships, awards and rewards, challenges and failures, clouds and sunshine, joy and laughter, pain and redemption, and words and music. 
Yep, I love life. It takes a lot of living to make up this journey. It's not a two-part journey. It's a two-place journey. And I'm an eager participant in both. I, I can't stress enough that if you don't know where you're going when you die, that you get, get your hands on a Bible and, and start figuring things out. I mean, this, this place we're in right now, it's amazing, and, it, and it's difficult. But, and you can do wonderful things here, wonderful things. Uh, all I have to think of is a, a Beethoven symphony or some of the wonderful building structures and bridges and, and tunnels through the earth that trains can travel through. And, and I mean, on and on. It's just, it's an amazing place, and it's difficult here. But the next place will be unfathomably kinetic, energizing, and joyous. And it will be unimaginably beautiful, sustaining, and buoyant. It's going to be full of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But not for everyone. That's a shame because it's really not difficult to achieve. You just need to believe. Hmm. You need to believe to achieve eternal life. That's an easy one to remember. You need to believe to achieve eternal life. But I'm not talking about believing in dreams or yourself or in a, quote, force, unquote, or in, quote, the universe, unquote, or in the, quote, law of attraction, unquote, or internal spirits, or in Muhammad, Confucius, Buddha, Allah, or even Oprah, Billy, or Barack. Only in Jesus. If that's the only name you find offensive or problematic, I suggest you try to find out why. Why would that name bother you? Oh, you Christians, you're always saying Jesus' name and and acting like there's something special about it. Well, that's because there's something special about that name. Otherwise, why would it be so offensive? It's just a name, right? No, it's not just a name. And the second place of your life depends on that one name. Remember I said it's a two-place situation? Not two-part life, it's a two-place life. And the second place where you'll be forever depends on that one name, Jesus. So, don't you owe it to yourself to discover why it's so important? You do. It's more important to figure that out than it is to figure out who's going to win the Super Bowl. Denver. I mean, uh, you know, I'm sorry, had to throw that in. Being from Colorado, I guess I have to be a good um, uh, Broncos fan. And uh, I got to admit, I haven't been following them all that much in recent years, but they made it to the Super Bowl again, by golly. Now, they're going to be up against a hard one, but uh, uh, in the Carolina Panthers, they, they look pretty powerful. But, you know, Every game is a different thing, and every good book has a plot twist. How'd you like that segue, right? Don't you think that? Every good book has a plot twist, and we like that. I mean, I've heard so many people talk about uh, uh, The Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis. Oh, you got to see it. There's a really cool plot twist. And other people go, oh, I knew what the plot was, the plot twist was. You know, okay, maybe they did. But there was a cool plot twist in that movie. And that's the same with the book. And the good book, you know, the Bible, 
It's no different. Now, you've heard of that, right? The Bible, the good book. You've heard it called the good book. I bet you have, but, um, you know, people say that all the time. You'll hear that phrase, the good book, even when they won't say the Bible. You'll hear them say that on TV and in the movies, on the radio. If you're a reader, I'm, I'm sure you'll love a good plot twist, right? Well, when it comes to Christian love and the greatest story ever told, there's no more incredible plot twist than the one you'll find in the Bible. Did you know that for hundreds of years, even thousands of years, the Jewish Jewish nation read, learned, taught, and memorized the story of the coming of their Messiah? Talk about a dedicated people. I mean, no wonder they're called the chosen people. They had faith that the Messiah would come and deliver them. Each generation had hope it would be their time. And their love for the truth of their deliverance was unlike any other people on earth. Yet, they failed miserably in their faith time after time. The worst failure they had was when their Messiah finally did come, and they denied that it even happened, denied it was him. And when they still wouldn't believe, after Jesus, the Messiah they denied and crucified, after he rose from the dead and appeared to many, not just one, but to many, that's when an awesome and glorious plot twist of the good book happened. It was a, a plot twist that Paul called the revelation of the mystery kept secret since the world began. Wow. Since the world began, it had been kept a secret, a mystery, even from the chosen people, from the Jews. It's sort of like that old saying from the elders, um, or, or, or excuse me, from an elder sales rep to the younger one. He says, yeah, I taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. Well, when I consider how insignificant my life would be without the plot twist that Paul wrote about, I'm humbled at how, how much God loves us. There isn't one of us worthy on our own, not one. We're not worthy of such undying and sacrificial love. But through Jesus, we can attain and partake of it. Uh, would you like to know more about the plot twist that I'm talking about in the, in the good book? Um, why don't you go to TonyFunderburg.com and in uh, the good book, in my article, The Good Book, that uh, you've just heard, you'll see uh, a link... Look for a link that's in blue, The Plot Twist. Click on that, and it'll take you to a book by a very good friend of mine, Bob Inyart. And he wrote this book over the course of, um, I don't know how long it took him, but it's, it's an amazing book. You'll see why there are, um, why there are so many differences, doctrinal di uh, issues, doctrinal issues within the Christian uh, faith. And... Uh, I think you'll come away from reading that book saying, hmm, I get it. I get it. It makes total sense. Uh, I urge you to get it. It's not one of the cheapest books you'll find, but it is definitely the one that will clear it up for you. I hope you'll get it. Uh, he has a downloadable version. He also has on, uh, audio versions, so go check those out. And uh, uh, finally, I'm going to finish with... Uh, Somebody asked me recently, 
to uh, share a couple of stories from my days on the road because uh, I shared one and they said, oh, uh, tell me a couple more. I, I'm kind of, I guess I'm surprised when people are interested in that sort of thing, but traveling on the road full-time, living on the road full-time as a musician, um, there's a lot of you know, colorful stuff from that, I guess, uh, people enjoy. And uh, I shared a story well, quite some time ago on my uh, website, and so I thought I'd share it again uh, because people got a kick out of it. Uh, today I'm sharing this one that's about uh, after a long 24-hour drive from Kansas to South Carolina, uh, we pulled into the hotel where we'd be staying and playing. And um, luckily, we had the rest of the day and the night before we started. So that was that was good because after a, a solid 24-hour drive without much sleep, you're not really ready to play some music for anybody. But we, we caught up on sleep that, that evening. And uh, the next day, I needed to get a document notarized. I can't even tell you what it was anymore. Um, but I remember I had to go get a find a notary public and get a document notarized. And uh, I guess I should say up front that in those days, you wouldn't know it to look at me now, but in those days I had considerably long hair and, uh, you know, I dressed wild and crazy sometimes. And uh, uh, it was just what I wanted to do, I guess, being a rock star. Not really, but um, that's that's what I did. I had that look, I guess. Well, um, went downtown to the town hall where uh, the guy who owned uh, the restaurant where I was playing music said good. that's where you could go for a notary public. So we went down there, and I walked in, and I asked the guy if I could get my document notarized. And he asked me what the document was. And I asked him why he needed to know, and... And, uh, I mean, because usually when you get a document uh, notarized, it, it's not something that you have to divulge everything that's in the document. But And there was just something about the way he asked, too. So I promptly got the, uh, uh, in the movies, Southern good old boy third degree. I mean, just, just like you see in the movies. He said it's something like this, boy... We don't appreciate smart aleck long haired types like you around here. Now, and I would have thought it was a joke, but he wasn't smiling. And, you know, I thought, well, I'm in a place where <laughs> uh, there may be a whole lot more of people like him than there are of me. So uh, rather than trying to take it up a notch, I just said, never mind. And then we walked out and went to a convenience store down the street and asked where another notary public might be. And the clerk uh, behind the counter at the convenience store seemed to have the same high opinion of me, just like at the town hall where I'd just been. And he just sort of pointed to an office down the street. And so I just ignored those lack of pleasantries and walked a few blocks back to the other office. And uh, I hope I'm not being politically incorrect when I say this, but a very, very nice black lady came to the front of the office and said she was the notary public. And she said she'd be glad to notarize the document for me. Now, I bring up her skin color. I bring that up because, remember, this is in the South. You know, this is um, this is not a place where 
uh, typically you would find the friendliest atmosphere for the black people. And so you would think if anybody would have an attitude, it wouldn't be the white people, it would be them, right? It would be the black people. No, total opposite. She was nice as could be and uh, notarized a document for me. And how long does it take to notarize? Uh, two seconds? And it cost less than $5. And it was all done with smiles and kindness. And uh, I thought, wow, nice change. What a concept, huh? And the story doesn't end there. Okay, later that night, after the, uh, you know, playing for the crowd who didn't like, <laughs> who didn't like our music at all because we weren't country enough for them, um, we were out for a walk in front of the motel. I mean, it was a, such a smoky bar and I had to get out and clear the lungs before going to bed. And as we're walking, not too far from actually the, the hotel itself, the motel, the owner drove up to us and he said, what are y'all doing out here? And I said, well, we're just going for a walk before we go to bed. And he said, well, I suggest you just go on to your room. You don't need to be out here without something like this. And he pointed down to a gun he had in his car, his console. And then he added, uh, people end up shot or missing if they're out too late. I'm not kidding. So, you know, we did. <laughs> we went back to the room and went to bed. And you know what? Sure enough, the next day, we heard a report of a killing in a field not far from our room and the motel. <laughs> Talk about foreshadowing. Well, we played in that establishment for two weeks before we had to go to our next stop. So we were booked there for two weeks, and I'm telling you, it felt like two months. They had pitch black walls, and um, every night, it seemed like every night, some guy in the back was making wolf calls uh, the whole time that we'd play, and the smoke was so thick you could see pillars of it from the canister lighting. It looked like these pillars going down through the room, and it was just the light shining down through the smoke. And... As we would play, everybody would sit in their chairs and make noises and, you know, sort of have an attitude. We'd get through, and they'd put money in the jukebox and jam the dance floor. So needless to say, but I'll say it anyway, we didn't ever get booked back there. Didn't want to. That story is true. So I'll keep the name of the town and its people anonymous to protect the innocent, if there were any, <laughs> other than the Lady Notary Public. And if she ever got a hold of this, I hope she's uh, safe and well, and I wish her all the best, and God bless you. Okay, um, that's a great way to end the podcast for this week, wouldn't you say? A road story. Who doesn't love a good road story? Oh, but before I sign off, I would like to tell you again, as I always tell you, thank you so much for your support, for listening to the podcast, for reading the the blog and the articles and listening to my music on TonyFunderburk.com. Uh, as always, I want you to know it means everything to me, and I hope you'll share um, my words and music with anybody that uh, you think could benefit from it or that you think would enjoy it. Tell them to go to Amazon.com or Smash Words and look for Tony Funderburk. You can go to my website and subscribe to my podcast, or you can circle me on Google Plus or follow me on Twitter. Watch my videos on YouTube and even find me on Facebook. You've heard of that little uh, website, haven't you? Facebook? <laughs> okay. That does it for me. Until next time, may God bless you and keep you. <laughs>